Well, good morning. Today we have a special treat for you. Uh, we have uh, a, a band of brothers here from Rearsburg, Pennsylvania that came from Teen Challenge. And uh, they are here to minister to you guys. And uh, I don't know, I believe they were here a, f- a few years ago, if I believe. And they, they, we love when they come. And uh, why don't you ever even now give them a round of applause as they're all sitting over there. Thank you guys for coming so much. I just want to explain a little bit what Teen Challenge is. If you're not, if you're unfamiliar with that, Teen Challenge is a ministry that was founded by David Wilkerson. He was an awesome man of God, awesome pastor and leader, and uh, it's a program that helps rehabilitate those who are struggling with addiction. And God just does miracles after miracles of restoration and redemption in these in these men and these people that that come. And so you're in a for real treat because we're going to hear about the goodness of God. We're going to hear about the transformation that has taken place in these men here. See, listen, God, remember, he, he leaves the 99 what he goes after the one. He cares about you, he, and he, he did a work in these young men's lives. I'm going to invite Pastor Sean here. He's the, he's the pastor there at Teen Challenge. Give him applause as he comes up. <laughs> welcome him. We welcome you guys. Pastor Sean, uh, he serves there for a while, and so give your attention, give him your warm welcome as he gives the word and his guys minister today. Thank you, Pastor. Um, thanks, for church, for inviting us. We're blessed to be here. My name is Pastor Sean Biller, and I am also a graduate of Teen Challenge 2020. And you might not know this, but I gave my testimony at this church in 2019, and um, Who would have thought if you told me then that four years later, I'd be sober, married, hi Jill, she's watching online, and that I would be a pastor, I would tell you that you're you're crazy. Uh, God is so good, and that's what he does. He transforms, he makes new. He redeems, he uses broken people, and I love 1 Corinthians 2.9, and it's what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, nor the human heart can conceive what God has prepared for those who love him. So God used the ministry of Teen Challenge to change my life, and as Pastor said, Teen Challenge started with a Phillipsburg pastor in Pennsylvania, and he was convicted of watching too much TV at night. Anybody watch too much TV? Uh, Anybody on their phone too much? My hand's up. So he was convicted and said, what would happen if I would spend that time with God? So guess what? He sold his TV. A lot of us might not do that today, but he sold his TV, spent that time with the Lord, picked up a magazine, Life magazine, and there were some teenagers on trial for murder in New York City. And the Spirit told him, go to those boys and minister to them and show, show them my love. And that's exactly what he did, but that's not easy to do. He was met with opposition, not only from the gang members, but from the media and just showing, like, what's this guy doing? But that's how what started Teen Challenge in the 1950s. And here we are. We have 250 centers in uh, America and over a thousand 
worldwide. And we just um, are so grateful to be here to minister you. We're going to sing a couple songs. We're going to give a couple testimonies and just a, a little bit about us that we have a continuum of care from beginning to end. And what that means is we have a detox program for the uh, physical withdrawals from drugs and alcohol. We then have a 30-day program, 90-day program, and then a year-long program. And those are the gentlemen behind us are in the year-long faith-based discipleship program. Uh, We also, yep. Because we've seen in our experience that 30 days is not enough for us to combat the, the power of addiction. And the longer we stay in treatment, the better chance that we have. So uh, we also have an internship program that's for graduates where they get back into the workforce and get some new freedom. And then um, we also have a restoration program for graduates who have relapsed. They fell. They come back and go through a restoration program. And then also we have outpatient counseling uh, scattered throughout Pennsylvania called the Naaman Centers. And those are for people who live at home but still want some outside counseling. So... 2022, America had 109,000 overdose deaths. And to put that into context, context, that's 36 9-11s in one year. So for, for people who are involved with drugs and alcohol, this is life or death. It really is. For the guys behind me, myself, one could be the end. So it's so important um, that we, we, we have the blueprints to recovery, and we find that in the Word of God. And that is what we teach. And one of the most important lessons that um, God has taught me through His Word is that my identity is not through my past or that I'm a drug addict and an alcoholic. That's what the enemy would want to tell me and remind me. But His Word says, I'm a child of God. I'm holy. I'm accepted. I'm redeemed. I've got purpose, destiny. And I wouldn't have found uh, all that out if it wasn't for Teen Challenge. So uh, please, if you know anybody struggling with drugs or alcohol, Come and come and contact us. We'll 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 come and pick that person up. Or if you'd like to donate financially, you can give online or see me afterwards. Usually we have a table uh, set up with some stuff, but um, I'm new in this role and I, I forgot it. Uh, usually it was Pastor John Thor who would be doing this, but uh, John is on a on a break, so uh, I'm filling in and. It's just a, a, like a pleasure. I remember coming back here in 2019. It was just a, a real blessing of a time. And um, the only way you might remember that I gave my testimony is that I mentioned Michael Jordan and Jerry Seinfeld in my testimony, which might set me apart, but um, my testimony is a little bit more on Jesus Christ now. So uh, my identity is uh, completely changed, and God made a way where there was no way in other facilities. So uh, just a pleasure to be here. We're going to do a testimony now, correct? Uh, Who is it? Oh, you. Cool. (laughs) You're the right guy to answer. So this is Robert. Uh, He's going to give his testimony. Then we're going to sing, testimony, sing. Uh, So be blessed today. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Just on? Uh, My name is Bob. I'm grateful to be clean and sober today, and I'm grateful to have Jesus Christ in my life. Um, I like to read one of my Bible, serve, uh, Bible verses, 
It's in Ephesians chapter 6, the armor of God. Um, this is my favorite because I, we need to suit up like every morning. You know, uh, it's, it's serious. Uh, so it's finally, be strong in the Lord and in the mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that we can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of darkness, world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And I'll stop there. Um, can you put that back forward, please? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what God did in my life. Um, uh, he, he transformed me in so many ways. Uh, he gave me a, a gift that I would have never been able to do on my own. Um, I'm going to go kind of like backwards with this because I need to, uh, you know, what's on my mind now. Um, I can see good in everybody, which I was never able to do before. And um, I tell these guys all the time because it's amazing. It's a big deal. It's a big one for me, you know, because you stepped on my foot. I was the end. I had a fight. Uh, I was in gangs, and it, it was terrible. I, I was, you, you wouldn't even know me if you saw me, you know, back in my addiction. But uh, I, can, um, I see different outlets that I can get along with everybody. And it, it's such a gift that I don't have to treat someone bad if they treat me that way. Um, and I'm so grateful for that, you know. I, and, and I don't swear no more. I mean, I was I filthy. I was, everything came out of my mouth was horrible. Um, and I never had short hair. I had hair down to here. When I was in gangs, and I, I didn't, I didn't like doing the things I did. I just did things to fit in, you know, because um, I was brought up in a family. My uh, my whole mom's side was from Sicily, Italy, and my mom's father was in the mafia. So I was doing, you know, things with the mafia at an early age, and I got caught up in gangs. And, but you know, God delivered me from all that that garbage, and I'm. <laughs> You know, he did a whole flip on me, and I'm amazed, amazed at what he did. I'm flabbergasted yet at the things that he, uh, he disciplined me. And, uh, and I can't hate nobody. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I love all these guys, too. I mean, they're amazing. They all have a different gift of their own. And, uh, you know, the, you know, this is on my mind. This is a real battle. I mean, about Ukraine or about Russia or what's going around the world. The real battle is our, for our souls, man. You know, that's the real battle, and it's, and it's like when the time God comes, I'm going to be one of the ones to say, you know, I'm ready to go up to the kingdom of heaven and, and be able to do the things <laughs> that God talks about, about, you know, the beautiful, you know, the beautiful heavens and, you know. Um, yeah, I'm going to cry, but I don't want to get to that point again. That's another thing God put on me, emotions. I was brought up in a family that you don't cry. Don't, you know, and I'm not going to swear, but, uh, you know, and I, I used to take it out on everybody. You know, the anger was such, so horrible. But today ain't about that. It's about God and following his path and doing the right thing, man. And, um, and I'm great, you know, I'm, take it seriously, guys. It, it's real serious. It's not, it's not a joke. You know? But I love all you guys. I don't even know you, but I love you anyway. And that's everything I got. Thank you. Next testimony is by Dane. Let's go, Dane. Come on, Dane. Thank you. 
Hello, my name is Dane, like you said. Um, mine is a testimony of God. Like, God helped me all along the way. Since I was a young kid, I didn't even realize it, you know, and he just kept coming and coming and, and showing me again and again. Uh, I was telling a story on the way here about when I was about 13, we have a, a flat roof, you know, and the sun, or the, yeah, the snow and the ice were just packing down on top of it all winter long, and it just started to cave in. And my mom came to us one day, and she said, you guys, before you go to bed tonight, pray. Pray really hard, you know, because what are we going to do? We might not wake up. It might cave in on our heads. We uh, might, might not have a place to come home tomorrow when you get off of school. Well, we listened. We went to bed that night, and we prayed our hearts out first. And the next day, I came home from school, and there's a church building a brand-new peak roof, a $7,000 roof on our trailer. Thank you, Lord. Somebody, somebody happened to overhear my mom at work. Somebody happened to overhear her story, and they felt for her. They knew she was a good person, and they came, brought the whole church, raised the roof. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm a little nervous. Sorry, it's my first time. Uh, uh, yeah, God. When my dad passed away, that's when it really hit me hard. My dad was my hunting buddy. He was my drinking buddy. He was my best friend. He was my rock throughout all the turmoil in my life. He was always there for me, held me down. I cried out for him one day, and I, I said, Dad, you're my rock. I need you, man. I need you right now. I go home, and I flip open my Bible to a random page, point my finger at it, and it said, I am your rock who will never leave you, no matter who comes or who goes. I am your rock. I am your God. I will always be there. Thank you, Lord. Um, when he died, it was really hard for me. I, I stayed in bed a lot. I cried a lot. But I prayed. I prayed, and I prayed, and I said, God, help me with this. Well, he came to me in a dream. Really, really vivid dream. He came to me in, and he had a tear in his eye, and he said, uh, it's going to be hard, Hainer. He said, uh, I'm going to miss you too. I, I know it's going to be hard. I'm going to miss you. And he smiled, big smile on his face. He said, it'll be all right, though. I'm going to send you some beer for Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, I woke up, and I'm like, God, Dad, what, what is this? Like, what do you mean, beer for Christmas? That was really weird, you know, but this was a normal dream. This is, there's something to this. What do you mean, God? I said, is somebody going to show up with a case of beer on Christmas? Is a case of beer going to fall out of the sky, God? Well, it really had nothing to do with beer. It was the connection that I made a week later. I was at my mom's place starting a fire in her wood stove, and I pick up a piece of paper, a newspaper, and the front page says, there's a comet flying throughout her space emitting the same type of alcohol we drink here on Earth. Boom, a beer comet. I said, is a case of beer going to fall from the sky, God? Okay, and then it just coming. It kept coming and coming. I kept seeing signs, you know, and... But then a few years later, about five years after he passed, me and my fiance of seven years were splitting up. She was cheating on me. We were going through a rough time. And I cried out again. I said, God, I need you. What should I do? I, at a place in my life where I just wanted to die, literally. I was just done. I had enough of my life. And God said, music. Listen to it. Make it. Put your heart into it. 
music, freestyle it, and freestyle your life. Don't do what everybody else is doing, what they want you to do. Do what you want to do. Be uniquely you within the laws of God and man. Do what you want to do. And that's what I'm telling all you guys today. Do what you want to do. Within the laws of God and man, live your life free and and love each other and have fun with it. And I poured my heart out in my first song. It was Dreams and Reality. It was about the first dream that I had of my dad and the signs thereafter. I put a bunch of gunshot effects into it and shells dropping because that was me and my dad. You know, it was us hunting and shooting guns all my life. The night I made that song, I had a dream about him for the first time in five years. It shook me. I poured my heart out into it. I just freestyled whatever was on my heart. I spit out whatever was in my head. But then at the end of it, I listened back to it the next day because I didn't even know what I said. But I, I, I was sitting there like shook about it. And I thought, go listen to that song, Dane. You made something last night. Like, there was something there. And I listened to it, and at the end of the song, I said, Jesus, please bring my dad with you. Because I know you're coming someday in every sign and every way you say, yeah. And boom, he brought him that night. And that was only the, the first time this happened. He's brought him a few times since. The, one of the last times I remember was when I found out my mom had lung cancer. I was in my camper alone, and I'm crying out to God, and my dad, I'm like, God, bring him to me. Dad, just come bring me. Give me a hug, man. I need you right now. I I can't do this. Mom's all I got left. Well, not that night, but the next night, I had a dream, and it was really vivid, just like the others. I'm sitting in my couch in my grandpa's house, and he comes in. He's all sweaty with his shirt off like he's working out in the yard. He sits down next to me on the couch, wraps his arms around me, gives me a huge hug, and says, how you doing, Hainer? I love you. I woke up and said, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God, thank you. I don't know how. I I don't know how you do it, God, but you bring them to me when I need them. You bring me everything when I need it, and you would do the same for anybody. That's all I got. Thank you, God. I love you. The next testimony and our final testimony is by Edward. He is a great leader in the community. He's an encouragement to us. He is filled by the Spirit of God. And I will present Edward to y'all. Here you go. Hello, Bridge Church. It's good to be in your presence. We feel your love. But I'd like all y'all to stand up. Let's give God some glory and some praise. It's not about me. It's about giving him the praise that is due to him, the glory and the honor that is due to him because he is worthy. Amen. At one years old, I was left to sit in a hot boiling tub. I was left to sit there because when my father originally met me, I didn't know who he was. And I say that to start off because it begins the story of my life of abandonment, of neglect, of abuse, of wounds that we would begin to break me over and over and over in my life. And I didn't understand why. And so through the abuse as a child, 
I began to take the negative self-talk messages and replay the tapes over and over in my head, the things that my father had told me that you will never amount to nothing. You will never be anything. You will never accomplish anything. The abuse continued all the way up until I was about 13 years old. And one night my mother said, run. And so at that moment, it seemed like the perfect thing to do. It seemed like the perfect thing to do to get away from the abuse, to get away from all the brokenness, to get away from all of those negative messages. But that would begin a cycle in and of itself of continuous running. Running away from love, running away from relationships, running away from myself continuously until I had no idea who Edward was. That would begin to, I would begin to run into the streets and delve into anything that would take me outside of myself, anything that would release me from the damage that had been done in my spirit, the brokenness. Whether it would be weed, whether it would be alcohol, whatever it was, I didn't care. It wasn't even about the high at that moment. It was about there has to be something that can relieve my pain. This pain is unbearable. Many a times I tried to kill myself. I drank pine saw at 14 years old. At 15 years old, I tried to drink myself to death. And I say all of these things so that you can understand what has happened through periods of my life. So in the midst of that, then I began to sell drugs because I thought that would make people love me because I have something that they want, right? And so then in selling drugs, I would begin to end up in jails and prisons and institutions. And this is at an early age. So then I would leave incarceration and then I would be placed in foster homes and more institutions. And the brokenness just continued to repeat the cycle over and over and over again. But God. And so I heard a verse and this changed my life when I heard this verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts and plans I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Something spoke to me. Something spoke to my spirit for the first time in my life. I wondered, what, what was I supposed to do with this? Where do I go next? What should I do next? So I walked into a church and I was listening to some children sing. And they were singing a song and the song was this verse. And this is when my, my, my life began to change. Listening to the children sing this song. And the song was 1 John 4, 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loveth is born of God and knoweth God, for he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And so as I began to hear the children speak, it spoke to the inner child in me and said, Edward, you are worthy of love. And not only are you worthy of love, but Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. 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 When I learned that Jesus loved me, 
in that moment, my identity was confirmed. Now, I didn't accept him into my heart yet, but the seed had been planted. Amen? And so I went to a program called the Salvation Army. And at the Salvation Army, God began to work and maneuver in my life. And through this program, I read a book called Wounded Boys, Heroic Men by Dr. Daniel J. Sunken. And as I began to read this book, I began to see why I had a self-loathing for myself and why I was so damaged and broken. And it began to let me understand that I had to take a hero, a David's hero journey in my life to my past to go and save the little Edward. And so as I began to learn about abusive behaviors and the generational curses that come down and how abuse typically rears its ugly head over and over throughout families until something changes, I made a decision as I read that book. Now, I cried repeatedly as a grown man over and over and over, and I couldn't stop crying, but it broke me to a point of contrition enough to where I said, Jesus, please. Jesus, please come into my life. There must be something that you have planned for me. And he spoke to me in that moment. Specifically, I heard his voice. He said, surrender to me and I will take all of your suffering. And I will turn it around. And you will be a message to others from your mess. You will become a jewel from your junk. I will turn what the world said is trash into treasure. And so as he began to speak and began to minister to me, he gave me a verse. 2 Corinthians 4, 8, 9. We are hard pressed on all sides, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down but not destroyed. I'm here to give you some hope today, church, that your circumstances that you are going through right now, that is not the end. Your condition is not your conclusion. It just feels that way. You have to get through this storm in order for you to get to your rainbow that God has on the other side. Amen. Understand what you are going through right now, that trial and that tribulation period. It's not about you. It's about the next season, the person that after you have gone through it, you will be able to be a witness to them in their life and speak life and encouragement into them and count it all joy that God chose you for that moment. Count it all joy that we can be chosen in those moments that he sees us fit to go through and to suffer to bring someone else out and closer into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so now I don't look at the abuse and the suffering that I went through as a child. I count it all joy because he said that I would be able to get through it. He knew that I would live and not die. And he knew that I would choose him. He knew that I would stand upon my faith and that I would be able to declare it to the world that Christ Jesus is king of kings and all Lord of all lords. That he reigns. That through my tests, 
they're now a testimony that God allowed me to go through that. And then, this is how amazing he is, brought me to Teen Challenge. So now I am now 10 months clean and sober, no drugs and alcohol. Praise God. I am now able to share all of my pain and now wear it like a badge of honor for what Christ Jesus allowed me to go through in my life because now I can tell other people that there is a way out of abuse, that there is a way maker, that there is a chain breaker, that you don't have to stay stuck in your suffering, that you don't have to stay stuck in whatever condition that you're in, that if he can bring me out of it, he can bring anyone out of it. Hallelujah. Let's give him some praise today. Let's give him some glory and some honor. Let's speak to the heavens and let him know, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give these guys a hand clap and a praise. It's difficult to get up here and tell our story. It is difficult to embrace that pain. And so we thank you. We love you. We appreciate your hearts. And may you be blessed exceedingly and abundantly more than you can hope, think, pray for, or imagine. Amen. All right, guys. So our last song is Shout to the Lord. I would like to welcome the church to stand up and worship with us. Amen. Wasn't that powerful this morning, church? Give God some praise. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Nothing compares to the promise we have in you. It's all about Jesus. All about Jesus. Every testimony that you heard, every song, these guys can testify it's all about Jesus. Everything. It's all about him. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father except through Him. Except through Him. He's the way. No matter what you're going through. I'll, I love how some of these guys just, they declared the goodness of God and the saving power of God in their lives. They were running after all the wrong things. They tried to fill their lives with all the things that it really didn't matter until they found Jesus. Until Jesus actually found them. Because he finds us. He chooses us. And I just want to pray this morning. If you could bow your heads with me this morning. And, and maybe you're here and, and, and you're like one of these gentlemen. And, and, and you're running from God. And you're looking for love in all the wrong places. And you need Jesus this morning. Maybe you're here and you need to get right with God. Maybe you've been running. Maybe you know the truth and you're like, maybe one day I'll give my life to the Lord. Not now, Lord. I'm doing my own thing. But Jesus wants all of your life. He wants you to surrender because he has a better life for you. As these testimonies were given today, they don't, they don't have any regrets. Where they're at now, saved and whole and healed. It's all because of the work of Jesus Christ. And God wants, just like that Edward said, if God can do it in him, he can do it for you.
There's nothing that is impossible with God. So if you're here today and you've walked away from the Lord, you don't serve the Lord anymore, or maybe you once did and you want to come back to him and say, I want to recommit my life to you. But if you're here and you say, Jesus, I want to give you my life for the first time, we're going to pray together. We're going to pray together. If that's you today, you say, that's me, Pastor Jeff. That's me. Well, in your heart today, I'm going to ask you to pray. And, and, and if today, if you're here, if everyone together out loud, uh, you can help your neighbor today. We're going to pray and this to the Lord. And you can repeat after me all together. And if you're here and you're saying, that's, that's me, pray that to the Lord in faith today. And believe that in your heart as we pray. Repeat after me. Say, today I choose to follow you, Jesus. Forgive me of my past. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and make me new. I believe that you died on the cross and you rose to new life for me. Jesus, I believe that you're coming back for me. And until that day, I will live for you right now by faith that I'm a child of God, forgiven and completely free. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give God a round of praise. Amen. 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 Jesus, we thank you. If you said that prayer, tell someone, tell me, tell one of these guys, tell your friend or neighbor. Uh, we have some, uh, some next steps we can show you uh, on your faith journey. We'd love to help you out with that because it starts with Jesus and, and it ends with Jesus. He's the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And listen, the angels of heaven are rejoicing because of what happened here today. If one soul gives their life to Jesus, there's a party in heaven. Amen? Amen. Amen. Actually, guys, I want you to come back up here <laughs> because we're going to do something else. We're going to pray for you today. All right? So won't you come on up here, and we're going to pray, pray for you. Sorry, get, get the blood flowing. I know you were staying there for a while. But if we could bless them today, and we could pray for them, this God hears every prayer. So if you can extend your hand out to them today, and we're going to say a, a word of prayer over them, that God will continually do the sanctification, continue to do the work, that he complete, he'll complete the work that he started. You guys want to huddle around here. That's great. Let's pray over them. Jesus, thank you so much for the blessing today of these men. God, that you brought them and you've used them in a powerful and a mighty way to touch us today. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. And right now we bless them in the name of Jesus. God, that you would provide for them in supernatural ways. God, they begin to continue to restore them, God. God, in the, in the crevices of their mind, in, the, in, the, in, the, in their hearts, God, that you would continue to fix the things that are still are broken, but, but you are repairing. You are restoring. You're turning beauty, ashes into beauty. 
And God, you're going to continue and continue to work in them and through them. God, that you place your anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit upon them. God, give them the gifts of your Spirit, oh God. Give them ministries, Jesus. Give them, Lord God, take away the fear, the fear of man, God. And give them a confidence in you, God, that they'll be able to speak your word, speak your word clearly and testify of who you are, the goodness of God, Lord. So when people hear the testimony God, that, Lord, they will be changed because not because of what they did, but what you did in them and through them, God, because it's all about you. So bless each man of God here, God, and let them continue to seek after you, to put first his, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's what your word declares. Remain, help them remain strong as a band of brothers to support each one or that as iron sharpens iron. God, they may continue to lift and encourage one another. But Lord, I pray that they would keep their eyes fixated on you, knowing that you're the author and the finisher of their faith. And God, the best is yet to come. God, the best is yet to come. So Lord, we thank you for these men. We thank you that you would continue to work in them. And we give you all the glory. And Jesus and everyone said, amen, 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 amen. So stay up here. Stay up here. Don't go back. Just stay up here. Um, stay up here. Well, what we're going to do is we do want to offer those who still need prayer today. We want to pray for you. Maybe something struck a chord in your heart and God's Holy Spirit's been speaking to you. If the prayer team can come forward, um, if, you, if you need to go, feel free. You can go. But if you want to spend some time in prayer today, um, I will invite you to do that. If you see some of these men in, in the hallway, you, you can say hello and get to know them a little bit and thank them for coming. But if you're here and you have a need in your heart and say, you know what, I need prayer. This goes for all of you guys here too. Our prayer team is here for you as well. You know, the Bible says the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. So that's what the word declares. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pray one more time as a blessing as you go. And then we'll have a time of prayer here. Jesus, thank you so much for this wonderful service. God, that we are able to meet with you in your presence and hear of the great things you have done. God, you get all the glory. Go with us today. Allow your presence to be upon us. God, because God, you inhabit the praises of your people. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, give God one more round of applause. Amen.